Welcome to Unstable Topics, a trivia comedy podcast about all things facts, friendship, pop culture, and more. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited to enlighten y'all with some serious facts and not so serious reacts. Thanks for joining us. Three, two, one, fight. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. The state sport of Maryland is jousting. What? Fact. Maryland? What are you more surprised of? The jousting or that there's a state sport? I was just going to say, how many sports are there? That Are there 50 sports? Oh, gosh. Like, that's a good question. I mean, I'm sure the first ones were like, I got soccer, I got basketball, I got baseball, I got football, tennis. And then it was like Maryland's turn. And they're like, what? Jousting. But you have a lot of sports. Like you can do tumbling. You know, I think of the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Swimming. Diving, ice skating. Someone's the breaststroke. Someone's the backstroke. Someone's like cross country skiing. Like someone's got to, some state has to take cross country skiing. And it's probably Florida. (laughs) Gosh, I would love (laughs) it if it was Florida. Yeah. I guess jousting, if you have to pick from like an unpopular or like a niche sport, I think jousting is pretty awesome. Yeah. I think it's pretty badass too. Are you ready to react? Yes, I am. If you were a state, what would be your sport? Incredible. Um, the state of Maggie, our official sport is lighting candles. The sport <laughs> of the sport. Well, I'm assuming by the time it gets to me, all the sports that have ever been invented are gone. That's you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, state of Maggie, it's your turn. At that point, everyone, everyone's left the auditorium. Yes. You know, it's like just me and like the people who are just like, OK, come on. You Pick and the note taker. Who's eating yeah. a hot dog? Like, okay, come on, let's just get through this. They ate a hot dog because the state before me picked competitive hot dog eating. Yes. So they gave everyone hot dogs. And then I'm like, I don't I didn't bring any candles with me. Um, so I don't have anything to give you. Well, he would what hate would you- mine because I would follow you with your candle act, knowing that I was gonna say the sport state of Sarah, the sport would be vacuuming. But vacuuming can be fun, you know. Vacuuming's like you got agility you've Mm. got the floor routine you've got (laughs) you've got you got to be able to like is it cordless is it corded you know like you've got you've got this whole rigmarole for Mm -hmm. vacuuming that's really an art form this is why we're best friends because you made it sound enjoyable where me I'm like it's just satisfying to clean a dirty room and do it fast you thought there could only be one game about celebrities named Jack in a 15-minute weekly podcast, you'd be wrong. You, Jack. But you are right about one thing. Only one Jack can reign supreme in this next game, the Jack-Off. In one corner, you have Here's Johnny himself, Jack Nicholson. Besides being a world-renowned actor, he also once owned a commune along LSD advocate Gabe Katz that was taken over by bandits. His opponent, Jack Nicklaus, one of the best golfers in the world with 18 career major championships, nicknamed the Golden Bear. He played college football at The Ohio State University, where he studied pre-pharmacy and currently owns companies specializing in everything from wine to golf course design. The question, 
since both these Jacks have last names that start with Nick, who would make a better Saint Nick, a.k.a. Santa Claus? Okay, honest, honest reaction is that I thought they were the same person until you went into the descriptions. So thank you. So that's why I picked them because like how many times you see Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholas. Yeah, I would definitely pick Jack Nicholson. That's the actor one, right? Yeah, that's the the that's the where's Johnny. Uh huh. Yeah, I would pick him to be Santa Claus because I think he would be. You ever see Bad Santa? No. With. um, Oh, yeah. With uh, that guy guy. who dated Mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. With Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Mm. He would be the bad Santa, but also, though, like a lovable Santa because he's honest and he's cutthroat and he will put you on that naughty list. Yeah. You know what? Because like you might think someone with the nickname Golden Bear is like Holly Jolly. Mm -hmm. You want him to come down your chimney. But if you don't have a chimney, you want someone who's played someone who's good at wielding an axe, Mm -hmm. you know, who's played that role, who can break down the door. Yeah, I mean, and as presence. good as it gets with Meg Ryan, was it? No, who isn't good as it gets with him? Was it Meg Ryan? No, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, a treasure. Diane Keaton. I feel like in that movie, he would be the that's like as close to the Santa character as we would get. He's almost like a Larry David. He's like a Larry David who doesn't know he's Larry David. Oh yes, Larry you is know? very much aware of himself. I think I would probably be more terrified to see Jack Nicholson, like the actor in my house, than Jack Nicholas, the golfer in my house. But I think that ultimately it's the right choice to go with Jack Nicholson. Ding, ding, ding. Looks like we have a Jack-off winner. Congratulations to Jack on his victory. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? You bet. Gorillas, a critically endangered species, burp when they're happy. Oh my gosh, that's delightful. And yet also thinking through it, as I said those, I'm like equally disturbing. Well, that's kind of why I wanted to balance it. Cause I was like, <laughs> I didn't realize that gorillas were critically endangered. That seems real bad. Yeah. But then they burp when they're happy. And that's like But they're not oh, burping wow. often then because they're critically endangered. I was thinking like you're walking through the jungle and you just hear belches after belches after belches. And that would be weird to me. It would be weird. But now that you know that it's because they're happy, you'd kind of be like, oh, good. I'm glad that they're finding some joy in the jungle. Yeah. During this dark time of their imminent demise and their mortality. It would be more sad to walk through the jungle and hear no burps. That's true. That's actually really true. how How did someone... Like I have all these follow-up questions. Like how did someone know this? What type of study was some young buck getting their PhD? Is like, you know what my thesis is going to be is trying to determine how gorillas express happiness, right? Would that be their mm-hmm. thesis statement? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe someone was like studying gorillas and they were like, gosh, every time they tickle their bellies, they're burping a lot, you know? <laughs> Sarah, are you ready to react? You bet. Would you rather burp when you're happy or burp when you're critically in danger? Oh, gosh. I think I would burp when I'm in danger because I feel like I much rather be joyful. So I don't want to burp a lot because I feel like that mm-hmm. would be that would in turn call me cause me distress, you know? Right. So if I'm here's burp- my follow up with that, though, uh-huh. like, let's say you're hiding from someone oh. and you're critically in danger. Oh, plot twist. And you can't stop burping. Okay. 
But when you're dying moments, are you burping? I could be happy that I'm dying. Like if I'm old, like, okay, <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Let's turn the page. And like that's my some last, real, my, my last that's some word real, is like, just a burp. That's <laughs> like some my, real like mental strength, you know, mindfulness to be like, yeah, I'm critically in danger. Been happy true. about it. I guess I was thinking more like if I was on my deathbed and I'm 115 years old, and I'm like, I have seen too much of this world and my great grandchildren are by my side and I see the light. I'm like, finally, let's go on. And my and I just burp. <laughs> Everyone's like, she's gone. She's gone. What about you? I was thinking when I was happy because how different is a burp from a laugh? You know, <laughs> just be like, oh, that Maggie, she's really she's really tickled by that idea because she's burping up a storm. But I've heard my husband and my son burp and it's disgusting. And I don't know if I could be in a room surrounded by people belching all the time. Yep, but my burps are adorable. Are they though? Let me, can you force yourself to burp? The time has come for us to play Wheelality TV. The game where Sarah and Maggie spin a wheel filled with some of their favorite trashy reality shows and dissect whichever series it lands on. So go ahead and give that wheelality a big old spin. All right, Maggie, it looks like the wheel has landed once again on Real Housewives. So, wow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. It says, for Real Housewives Beverly Hills, do you think Brandy is going to get a diamond? I think she is. I think Brandy Glanville is coming back. And I don't know how I feel about it. I'm indifferent I don't know as how well. I feel about it. Yeah. Here's so here's the thing. Yo, you go, yeah, go, you ahead. go, you go. No, no, you go, you go. I want to well, hear your take first. She's so polarizing and she's not a housewife and hasn't been even when she was on the first time. And sometimes I just feel sad for Brandy. Like, I don't think being on the show is good for her. No. Yeah. You know, what's crazy to me is that Brandy Glanville is the same age as Dorinda Medley. Oh, my gosh. Really? But like her emotional maturity which makes good reality television, but doesn't allow her to like connect with the ladies, I think, in a way that's like, you know, th they don't vibe. No, unless they would bring back somebody else. Like what if they brought um, back um, Denise? Denise Richards. Yeah. Denise Richards and Brandy would probably get along. That's what I'm thinking. Because I think they would. I mean, they had an affair together. Oh, you're, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. That would be a good comeback. That would be Denise. a good comeback. That would I be do, really good. I, I'm here for it. It would mess up Kyle hard. But you know what? I'm a Kyle apologist. And I, that's a hot take to, that I know, you know, it would be no, bad. I shouldn't you don't say have it. to apologize to me for Kyle because I like Kyle. I'm a Kyle fan. I think she's, you know, the most normal as you can get for a housewife. You know? Yeah. She's got so much trauma and is willing to throw her entire family under the bus. And I think yep. that's great television. I think people underappreciate that. Great I don't watch it for like, I think she on the surface looks like a good person. Yep. And then underneath, really cutthroat. And that's what I like in reality TV. I like people that I can laugh with, mm -hmm. that do their little splits, mm -hmm. and then destroy everything that is near and dear to them. That was really fun. 
can't wait to see what the wheel lands on next time. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace.